Hi there from CNN. I'm Krista Bowe with the five things you need to know for Monday, October 9th. After Hamas launched a surprise attack over the weekend, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said in an address today that Israel will win this war, he declared, but victory won't be quick or easy. He compared Hamas to ISIS and warned the terror group that Israel is only beginning to carry out its attacks. Hamas is now threatening to start executing civilian hostages and broadcasting it if attacks on Gaza are launched without warning. CNN's Clarissa Ward is close to the Gaza border with more reporting. We've been seeing an awful lot of movement towards that border in terms of armory, in terms of personnel, staging ground for tanks earlier on today. So there has been a lot of speculation that that is what would be on the cards. The complicating factor is the the wild card of what that would mean for these hostages who we believe are still inside the Gaza Strip, who we do not know if they are still alive. Hamas claims it's holding more than 100 hostages, including Israeli army officers. Israel hasn't confirmed that number. Two sources, including a senior U.S. official, told CNN Qatar has been in talks with Hamas about hostages, playing a key mediating role and staying in touch with the U.S. about it. CNN has reached out to the governments of Qatar and Israel for comment. Israel's military says it's retaken control of the communities around Gaza and are cutting off food, electricity, fuel, and water to the enclave. This while both sides appear to have been pounding the area with airstrikes like this. The death toll from this conflict continues to rise, with Israeli officials saying at least 900 people have been killed by Hamas, while Palestinian officials say over 680 Palestinians have been killed in Gaza. No strangers to war with Israel, many Gazans are sheltering in their homes, with the vast majority lacking access to bunkers and only venturing out to complete essential errands or to look for their missing loved ones. House Republicans are bracing for a messy fight over who to elect speaker after Kevin McCarthy was ousted last week. They're preparing for the possibility that neither House Majority Leader Steve Scalise nor House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan can get the 217 votes needed to win the gavel. And guess who isn't ruling out a return to the speakership? That's a decision by the conference, and I can lead in any position it is. Yep, McCarthy. And some of the eight Republicans who voted to remove him are making clear they won't back down. And some centrist Republicans are calling to restore McCarthy as speaker after the attacks on Israel. House Republicans are also debating rules to try to avoid a floor fight like the one back in January, when it took 15 rounds of voting for McCarthy to be elected. I'm here to declare myself an independent candidate. That was Robert F. Kennedy Jr. earlier today in Philadelphia, causing a big shakeup in the 2024 presidential race. He's ending his effort to beat President Joe Biden in the Democratic primary, and instead is running as an independent. CNN's Jeff Zeleny is here to help make sense of this. So Jeff, the key question is, will this hurt Biden or Donald Trump more? Should they both be the nominees, of course? So Krista, that really is the central question hanging over his candidacy. The real answer, is likely yes to both, but perhaps Democrats are even more concerned, and here's why. A rematch with Biden and Trump is already being rejected by a wide majority of Americans. Now, Kennedy said he's in the race to win, not to tip the scales to the other side, but a top Democrat explained it to me like this. Anything that divides the anti-Trump coalition is bad for President Biden. Up next, Dwayne The Rock Johnson says he'll do better. I'll explain next. Dwayne The Rock Johnson says he understands the backlash he received after he asked the public to donate to a Maui wildfire recovery fund. He made the plea in August alongside Oprah Winfrey, but some people were unimpressed that they were asking for donations. 
The last thing you want to hear when you are living paycheck to paycheck is someone asking you for money, especially when the person asking you for money already has a lot of money. Both Johnson and Winfrey said they were paying $5 million of their own money into the fund, which was set up to raise money for people who lost their primary homes in the wildfires. Johnson says people have already started to get help from the fund, describing the experience as moving and gratifying. All right, that's all for now. I'm Krista Bow, and I'll be back at 10 p.m. with more news. Till next time. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.